Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. I just checked my watch, looked at the calendar, and found out it is time for another bonus edition of the Football History by Numbers Pigskin Dispatch. Jersey number 67 is our topic tonight. We're going to give you a top 10 greatest number 67s in NFL history, and it's all coming up right now. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we are podcasting from America's North Shore, bringing you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So in taking the snap from the SportsHistoryNetwork.com and handing off to PigskinDispatch.com, let's go no huddle through today's football history headlines. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com, and we are ready for another bonus edition. Our Football by Numbers series is going strong, and we are powering through the offensive and defensive linemen and a few special key players that are mixed in there. And we are at jersey number 67 for this episode, and it is going to be just my voice you'll hear tonight. We're going to try to pick a top 10 jersey number 67s, top in the NFL's history, 101 plus years. And there's some good players on here and let's get right at it because this is really exciting now the pro football hall of fame they share with us that there's one player that wore jersey number 67 that's uh, has his bust inside canton ohio's museum and it is les richter and let's talk about les richter let's see what the pro football hall of fame says about him now he was the second player picked overall in the 1952 draft and the rams traded 11 players to obtain his rights you knew he was special right there he was just a rugged punishing uh, player that had eight straight pro bowls uh, first or second team all nfl each season that he played from 1955 to 1960 he also saw action at center and a place kicker early in his career and he led the rams in scoring in 1955 and 1966 amassing 193 career points that is just uh some great uh things there you know les richter those eight pro bowls one time as an all pro like we discussed just uh extra points that he attempted were 109 he made 106 of those pretty good percentage back in that era uh, playing from 1954 all the way to 1962 with those rams at uh, multiple positions especially linebacker and center and what do you say you know he is just that it was that good he made it into the pro football hall of fame and uh Anytime you have your that next to your name, you know that you were something special. And indeed, Les Richter is that. And he is going to be the first one on our top 10 list. Even though he only wore 67 for two years, they were just two really good years. And we're going to pay tribute to this man for the, the great contributions that he did by putting him number one on our top 10 list for jersey number 67s. Another 67. Uh, this man had six Pro Bowls to his name, one time as an All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champion, number 60, Bob Kuchenberg. You know, who can forget about this great player? He came in in 1970 with the Dolphins, played with them all the way to 1983, 19 
playoff games. He played played on that undefeated Dolphins 1972 team that won a Super Bowl championship. Uh, that was one of his championships. Just a phenomenal player. And we wish we had more statistics on him. But he did uh, start 176 games. And he dressed for 196. Uh, so just uh, phenomenal. From Gary, Indiana uh, is where he grew up. And just a very good uh, good player. His nickname was Cooch. You know, it's hard to say Coochenberg, But uh, Cooch is a lot easier to say. And that's why his teammates called him that. And a uh, pretty good nickname to have. And very fitting that he is going to be the second person on our top 10 list. Next, I'd like to talk about another tackle, Stan Brock, wore that number 67 jersey for 16 seasons at tackle, offensive tackle, uh, played with the New Orleans Saints for much of his career. Uh, last uh, three seasons, he played the San Diego Chargers, first 13 with New Orleans. Uh, but here's an, another guy, just a phenomenal specimen. Uh, Six foot six, 295 pounds, and uh, very rangy tackle. Protected well uh, all the way from 1980 to 1995 in his career for the great quarterbacks that played behind him and blocking for those backs that played. And we're going to put him on our standby list. Not sure he's going to make it, but 16 seasons with that jersey number. Pretty good there. Uh, Kent Hall is another one we're going to talk about. He has three Pro Bowls to his name. Twice was elected as an All-Pro, and he had double-digit years wearing number 67. He came in with the Buffalo Bills in 1986 and uh, stayed with them all the way through the 1996 season, so played in uh, those four Super Bowl set, uh, four straight Super Bowls that Buffalo play, uh, was in. He was the center for Jim Kelly and that high-powered offense. You know, Frank uh, Reich also uh, was quarterback there when Kelly was out injured. Um, but he had 169 starts out of 170 games. Not too shabby there. And those three Pro Bowls and uh, two, twice as an All-Pro, four times appearing in the Super Bowl on a very good offense. I think that is going to uh, propel him into our third spot. Uh, we're going to lock that up right now for the Kent Hall. And uh, Grady uh, Alderman is another player we're going to talk about. He's a tackle and a guard. Um, he played, uh, came in the league with 1960 with Detroit for one year and then went to Minnesota for the rest of his career, 14 years with Minnesota, 15 in all. And just a, a phenomenal tackle guard. Had six Pro Bowls, once as an All-Pro, one time as an NFL champion. And that's that uh, 1969 season of the Vikings where they won the NFL title, uh, then played in the Super Bowl and, of course, lost that world championship game. But the NFL was separate from the AFL. Uh, they don't count that as, uh, as you know, not being a championship. So NFL champion, definitely they were. Grady Alderman, though, just uh, another great uh, Hall of Famer, six Pro Bowls. Uh, how can you keep a guy like that off this list? And I say you can't, and I say he goes on as our fourth player on our list of the top ten uh, greatest number 67s in NFL history. Next is a man that played for the Cardinals franchise in basically three different city names. St. Louis, Phoenix, and one year with Arizona. Just a, a Cardinal through and through, but uh, having all those differences. If he could have had Chicago on there, he would have had the, the big uh, quad name of, uh, I guess you can say Arizona and Phoenix are the same. But, uh, you know, 
uh, six years with St. Louis, another six years Phoenix, and that one year with Arizona Cardinals. Um, another great tackle, had three Pro Bowls in his uh, career. He started every game that he played in 189 for 189. He even had one rush for 11 yards and uh, you know, 11-yard average as a running back. Well, he was a tackle, so it must have been some kind of a, a trick play that he got it on. I'll have to look that up on the YouTube machine and uh, see what goes on there. But three Pro Bowls, that puts him in pretty good standing, and I think it puts him in a positive light, to uh, be honest. So I'm not going to grant it to uh, Lewis Sharp yet, but uh, I think we may be keeping an eye on him. Another guy we want to keep an eye on is Reggie McKenzie. Um, you know, Reg- Reggie was another guard uh, that played for the Buffalo Bills, uh, 1972 all the way to 1984. Uh, um, sorry, 1982 with Buffalo. They played 83-84 with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, another guy he had he had one All Pro season. Did not make any Pro Bowls though. That's which is kind of interesting. You can have an All Pro and not a Pro Bowl season. I don't know if I've seen too many of those uh, very often. But uh, for his time, you know, six foot four, two hundred fifty-five pounds, very mobile, rangy. Uh, you know, in that uh, Buffalo attack they had in the seventies, uh, O.J. Simpson uh, comes to mind. You know, had to get out there and make some blocks for that great runner to run. And uh, we're sixty-seven his entire career. Uh, another one we're going to keep an eye on. Not sure if he will make it onto our final version of the list, but Reggie McKenzie definitely a strong candidate. Uh, Larry Stallings is another one. He played linebacker, though. Uh, he was another uh, St. Louis Cardinal all, his whole career, 1963 to 1976, as a St. Louis Cardinal. Uh, left linebacker was his position. He made one Pro Bowl, and he had uh, is accounted for 27 and a half sacks uh, during his career. Uh, those are unofficial stats. Uh, I see that the uh, that, you know, Pro Football Reference is trying to put in there for some of these uh, players from the older eras uh, where they can get them. But uh, that's what he's listed at, 27 and a half sacks in uh, one Pro Bowl. So he's another one we're going to put on our watch list, and we'll keep an eye on these guys when we get near the end in deliberations. All right, let's talk about another center, and this one is Dan Coppin, played with the New England Patriots 2003 through 2011, one final season of 2012 with the Denver Broncos, uh, and he played center the this entire career there. I believe he might have been the center in Denver when Peyton Manning was there, so kind of interesting. I'm not sure if uh, 2012 he was there or not, but uh, he's still a great center. 67 his entire career, and uh, he has one Pro Bowl to his name and won two Super Bowls uh, with those uh, those Patriots uh, during his era and time there. 132 starts, 136 games played. Another strong running candidate uh, for possibly making it to our list. We're going to put a little check by his name to come back and see where he's all about. Uh, Ryan Khalil is another one, a very famous center that's uh, played of you know, lately. Uh, 2007 through 2018 with the Carolina Panthers. Played 2019 with the New York Jets. Uh, center and number 67 for a lot of his career, not, not his entire career. Uh, Khalil had 11 seasons with the 67, to be accurate. Five Pro Bowls and two times as an All-Pro. Those are some pretty hefty numbers there. And I'm going to have to lean towards that uh, Ryan Khalil is going to make it as our fifth player on our top 10. Uh, we're going to put him automatically with those great numbers. And maybe another guy that can make it right away. Let's take a look. Uh, Kareem McKenzie, uh, another uh, offensive tackle. 
He played with the New York Jets from 2001 through 2004 and then became a New York Giant, moved to the other team in the, the Big Apple, 2005 through 2011 as a Giant. So seven seasons as a Giant, four seasons as a Jet, all in New York, and uh, was a two-time Super Bowl champion. And uh, we will say that was with the Giants, uh, safe to say that. Uh, sorry, Jets fans. But he had 153 games started, 161 that he was eligible for, dressed for. And uh, good player. Uh, no All-Pros, no Pro Bowls. That could hurt him a little bit. But we'll, again, we'll uh, put him on a standby mode here. And maybe something will happen near the end that uh, moves him up that list. All right, let's talk about a couple more great uh, number 67s here. Uh, how about Kimo Von Olhofen? Uh, he was a Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Came in the league with Cincinnati 1994 uh, through 1999. Was a Steeler for six more years after that. Six with Cincy, six with P- Pittsburgh, and then a couple final years. Had one with the Jets, one with Philadelphia for a cup of coffee there. But the Super Bowl champion 2004, you know, the Bill Cowher Super Bowl victory. He had was credited with 26 and a half sacks during his career, four forced fumbles, but he was just a, a hole plugger. That guy could uh, play the great two-gap defense the Steelers like to play there, free up those linebackers, eat up blockers, and he did that very well. Played defensive end, nose tackle, defensive tackle. Uh, no Pro Bowls, but no All-Pros. That hurts him a little bit, uh, but uh, Kimo was uh, definitely a fan favorite uh, everywhere that he played and definitely a significant player we wanted to talk about here. And one final guy is uh, Andy Levitre. Now, he is uh, a player born number 67 his entire career uh, thus far, 2009 through 2018. Buffalo Bill for four years, two years with Tennessee, and then four with Atlanta. I think he might be done. 2018 was his last season, uh, but he was a very good guard uh, that played for them. No All-Pros, no uh, Pro Bowls, uh, but 143 games started in 143 games. Not too shabby there. Don't think that's enough to uh, put him over the edge to, to get it in. But uh, let's do a little bit of review here. We've got five players uh, that we've picked already. Les Richter, uh, Bob Kuchenberg, Kent Hall, Grady Alderman, and Ryan Khalil. And now, I think another one that should be on here is Art Still. He was very impressive, those numbers that we read off uh, earlier there. He was a very good player. And I think Pat Donovan is another one I'm going to put on there as our seventh player. And Ed White as our eighth. Now, sort of gets into a toss-up. we got a lot of uh, good players here to talk about. But I'm going to say Louis Sharp will be my ninth that I will put on that list. And I'm going to go with... uh, I think um, Larry Stallings will be my 10th that we'll have on her, and he, those will round out our top 10. Uh, so Richter, Kuchenberg, uh, Hall, Alderman, uh, Louis Sharp, Larry Stallings, Ryan Khalil, Art Still, Pat Donovan, and Ed White. Those are your top 10 in no particular order uh, for your greatest number 67s in NFL history. We really thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we thank uh, the Pro Football Reference uh, website for the, some of the statistics that we read off and the Pro Football Hall of Fame for some some of their great uh, added, added uh, histories that we got on some of these players. And uh, just appreciate you listening. Appreciate uh, everybody enjoying the football history. Hope you're enjoying this series. 
uh, jersey number 67s. And we will be back with some more, and uh, we'll have some more guests coming up. You won't just have to hear my voice the whole way through. We'll have some great stories with some very strong guests and historians and authors that uh, know a lot about the game of football that will bring some enjoyment and preservation of football history for you. Until next time, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.